Hey, Griffin here. All these murders are made up. They're not real-life murders. That would be a weird thing for us to do. Take it away, song! Hi, I'm Griffin. Steve. This is Kill to Death. And it's the true improvised true crime podcast. Uh, this is truly the improvised true crime podcast, I yeah. think is what. And I think you know that because I messed it up and we didn't do another take. There's a peek behind the curtain. We don't do other takes. No way. And I don't know if that's evidenced by the fact that I'm messing up all the time. <laughs> Steve, uh, we recently yeah, uh, yeah, have both yeah. gotten tested for uh, the disease covid <laughs> Uh, this is true. By the time yes. this episode comes out, it will be several months away. And I'm still uh, acting confident as ever <laughs> based we will on still one be, test. We'll still be riding that one test negative yeah. and being like, no, 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 we're fine. Let, fine. let me kiss you. I'm negative. I can do whatever I want. No, I'm fine. Don't kick me out of your house. <laughs> Don't enter. Stop going to people's homes and kissing them. <laughs> That's an unrelated issue. You That's keep not going. what we're doing the cold open about. Oh, sorry. I'll set up an intervention for that later. Uh, but we're talking about these tests. We still we got tested. Uh, it is negative. Uh, before we say anything else, uh, yeah. very seriously, get tested. It's yeah. quick. It's easy. Uh, do it. Uh, and now to move on to what we do, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what our testing experience was like. Yeah. Uh, and keeping in mind the disclaimer we put at the beginning of the show, <laughs> everything is made up <laughs> in this show. Uh, again, go get tested. It's quick. It's easy. Now let's let's do us. <laughs> yeah, okay. Steve, well, uh, I, I know you had to wait a while to get yours. Well, yeah. And that's because um, I didn't realize that you could take public transit or an Uber or anything, which meant that I thought you had to walk. And I also didn't know where it was. Yeah. So uh, I had to so wait a long time. So you just left the house. I walked aimlessly until I saw what I thought would be a long line. You said you said west rhymes with test, and you just left. <clears throat> and I went west, <clears throat> and I said, "I'm looking for a line." Yeah. And uh, you, the, and now you hit a few different events. Oh yeah, there were a lot ones going on. <laughs> there was a book signing. There was an opening of a Carl's Jr. And I waited in each one until I got to the front, figured it wasn't a COVID test, got a burger, and then uh, moved on. Eventually, uh, I was in Etobicoke-ish, and yeah. uh, there was a hospital near, and they had to set up a test center near there. And I got in that line. Yeah. Um, you were much quicker, though. You understand you, you knew someone who was running or something? Like, how'd you get this fast pass? It was like Wonderland for you. Uh, that, that uh, it's certainly what I told people as I pushed past them in. Oh, uh, okay. You uh, did the push pass. I did the push pass. Uh, it turns out a lot of people during this time, especially those at a testing site, don't want to get physical. Mm. Uh, so if you even even instigate a little push, you can get right by. They're, they're gonna back they're off. So soft. They're gonna say what the hell uh, yeah, and back right off. Right. Uh, and uh, so yeah, I zoomed yeah. right to the front, uh, and the guy said, "I I just saw what you did. You're you're gonna have to leave." <laughs> So, so you didn't get tested. So I, so you're right. It was very fast. Yeah, I did get right in, and I got right back out. Okay, and you went somewhere else. Quick as hell. I went home and I shoved a Q-tip up my nose. Okay, uh, and again, I did get a negative mm. result, and by that I mean uh, a very mean comment. <laughs> oh. So you posted it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I posted on Facebook what I had done, and people were responding some disgusting things. Yeah, so you got a real negative response. I also got a negative response because I showed up with two Q-tips that I'd already shoved in my nose. You slapped a burger to... all around your mouth. <laughs> yeah. You had and... your signed copy of yep. Feast for Crows. <laughs> and yeah, George R. R. Martin was signed. <laughs> he should not have been. There shouldn't have been a book signing, first he was of all. just sitting out at a little fold-out table on DuPont <laughs> signing. <laughs> you know what? The more I, you know, I would say it out loud. I don't think that was George R. R. Martin. <laughs> I think that was just a guy who looks like him. Okay, let me ask this. What did he have on his table? Nothing. Okay. He had a pen. He had a pen. He was wearing the little hat that George wears. Oh, and, so this was a guy at and least it was pretending $50. to be George R. R. Martin. <laughs> it was $50. And he said, "Bring." it does say, bring your own book. Right. So I guess there was a little sign that said, bring your own book that was kind of folded. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looked like it had been written with his pen just then. <laughs> oh yeah. And then there was another sign that he folded beside it that said, I'll sign anything. <laughs> <laughs> but 
had Feast for Crows on you. Yeah, I thought I was going to have to wait in the line, so I thought I'd read. But I had tucked my Q-tips in as a little bookmark placeholder in that, yeah. and I showed up, and I tried to hand them over. To who? They, oh, the hospital. Yeah. yeah. So I finally waited in that line, got to the front, tried to give them my Q-tips. Uh, they said they wouldn't accept them, which was obviously a negative result. Yeah. So, so uh, we are negative. Uh, let us into your houses. Congrats. And uh, if you want, we can kiss. Okay. That is only your agenda. Uh, Steve, uh, speaking of crimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, truly. Would you like to solve a murder? That I will do. Yes. The victim, Paul Lord, found dead floating in a boat. Today's guest, Randy Schwartzberger, candidate for president of the United Boats Dealers Association of Mississauga. I almost got it right. Randy, hello. Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, thank you very much uh, for for having me on the on the show today, uh, and thank you so much for um, for having me and bringing to attention the very important uh, political cause that is uh, to uh, reopen our boats and our beautiful boaters in the Mississauga um, uh, River uh, Delta. <laughs> okay, so you are uh, a candidate for president of a, a boat dealers association. That is correct. So we are a, 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 a candidate's uh, first and foremost uh, 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 representative for all of the local boat dealers in the Mississauga greater area. And we represent oh, the, the M- interests M-G-A. of both. MGA. The MGA, yes, yeah. as some call it. Also the uh, IBSOM, the International Boater Society of Mississauga. Now, Randy, you say it's the, for the Mississauga River specifically. Yeah, the Mississauga River Delta, as we call it here in Mississauga. So not for uh, Lake Ontario. No, 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 no. We would never boat in a lake. Uh, that's where uh, problems uh, arise. Of course, uh, our dearly departed friend uh, it was also a, a big uh, proponent of lake boating. Uh, but I, I personally feel that it is uh, un, un, unbecoming of a boater to uh, grace themselves in anything of a body of water than a, uh, a river delta. What is what is the difference between river boating oh. and lake boating? Oh, great question! Thank you, Griffin, <laughs> for for asking this one because this is this is my whole issue on this uh, election we are having, uh, which is uh, what is what is exactly a, a river? What is exactly a lake? What is an ocean? These are the issues that this election is based around. Yes, this is the prime issue with many boaters, many boaters from across the country. Is what is uh, a river? What What is a river? What is a, a, a river delta? And what is a, a, a lake? And, and I, for so one... So I have three to four questions for you. What's that? Uh, once you're done. I have three to four questions for okay, you yeah. once, once you're done. Uh, I, uh, what is a river? What is a lake? What is an ocean? And what is a river delta? Okay, I guess we'll start from the top, Griffin. So, uh, first and foremost, my favorite body of water is, of course, a river delta, which is a, a long strand of water that you, I guess, you could paddle down with your, your best friends and uh, sing your favorite songs. Uh, now, this, of course, is different from a river, uh, which, w- which would not be able to support uh, a, a pleasure craft big enough for you and your buddies to be going down singing your favorite tunes. So, a river's smaller. A river's much smaller. Some okay. may call it a stream, but now I... I, I what about the creek? Uh, what did you guys say? You said it both at the same Steve time, and it confused said, me. Steve said brook, I said creek. Yeah, a creek and uh, is way too small. A stream, even smaller. Now, we can get to the granular details of size, but I, for one, feel like it's more about uh, the spirit of the body of water that uh, pertains to uh, what it makes you feel when you're on it. Uh, and what is a lake? Oh, a lake is 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 dirty, dirty, dirty city water. Uh, where all the city folks go to dump the dirty. Uh, I don't dirty think I've mess. ever heard the the take before that lakes are for city people. Lakes are for city people. River deltas are for good old folks like uh, us in Mississauga. Uh, and in that case, question four: What is an ocean? Oh my goodness! Now, oceans, I don't actually believe fully exist i've i think they're 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 made up of fable and lore and uh, they're used to confuse us simple folks yeah so you you've never been outside of the mga i mean let me ask you this griffin and steve you could also weigh in uh have you ever seen an ocean uh other than inside of one of these uh story books or, or ancient greek fables when i was four years old where 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 did you see this ocean Florida, the United States. 
Now, Florida's a, a, a great state, one of our greatest states uh, in the great union. But uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. What do you mean one of your great states and what union? Well, I, okay. Well, you see, you you folks, you non-boater types, you you, I assume you guys do not boat. Uh, I canoe. Canoeing is is a great entryway to the wonderful uh, world of boating, but if you do I not... I feel like when you describe paddling down with your best friends, yeah. it conjures the image of a canoe. Sure, but I still enjoy a good engine on my boat. If you don't have an engine on your pleasure craft, it's barely a boat. I'm not here to argue definitions, even though we just went over some definitions. <laughs> I'm here to, to really make uh, bring to light, Griffin, what you guys might not be uh, understood. Uh, you asked uh, Florida, one of our great states. Uh, boaters don't really see countries or, or uh, city states or state lines or uh, any of that sort. We, we actually see a, a superseding series of, of territories based on where and wh- where you can't boat. <laughs> well, uh, and sorry, Steve, have you ever seen the ocean? I just saw it in Halifax. Okay, well, Halifax is, is so, a great state within our, our, our wonderful union as well. Uh, but now, uh, many people in Halifax have said that that is not, in fact, an ocean and actually really? just a large, large lake. City people. Okay. These, these city people are city folks people. in Halifax. Yeah. They, they loved lakes. Everyone I asked. I was like, what's that? <laughs> I asked everyone. They said, lake. We love it. They, they go, it's I'm, lake. I'm realizing yeah, now it's because they're all correct. city folks. Well, exactly, exactly. And these city folks, they, they are polluting the wonderful world of boating. And this is my biggest issue on my campaign. I know I said it was something else earlier, but it really is to define what is a lake, what is a river delta, and to really uh, put forward our rights as boaters. Beautiful, beautiful boaters. So this, the, the Boat Dealers Association of Mississauga, yes. does that cover just Mississauga or does it cover all your beautiful states? Yeah, how many beautiful states are in this union? So this is this is a specifically the Mississauga chapter. Okay. <laughs> uh, as you can tell from my accent, I'm from a, a, a very rural part of Mississauga. Uh, but of course, uh, many uh, many folks uh, have different chapters all across our International Boating Association uh, of, of boaters. So uh, again, we don't we don't see city states, we don't see lines, we just see boats and where you can boat. Mm. Right, uh, Mississippi to Mississauga. Mississippi to Mississauga. Now Mississippi is really the nice. river right there. I heard they have a good river delta there. Yes, I've heard that. The too. the you first river delta, maybe. I do not own a boat per se. <laughs> I, uh, you see, this is this is rule number one, Griffin, that you got to learn is that it is best to have a friend who has a boat. Because ah. then you don't have to pay for all of the upkeep and the docking fees and the gas, which, oh, let me tell you, a boat can guzzle up some gas. Uh, so who is your Not friend? Not a canoe, though. So that, advantage, perhaps, for Griffin. This yeah, is, that's one this nothing, is true, Steve. Yes, a canoe does not need gas. But uh, boaters don't necessarily respect canoeists. <laughs> ah, okay. So you do lose some dignity. You on lose some, some rep points on that one. Yes. <laughs> uh, tell, tell me about your friend. Uh, uh, are you talking about our dearly departed? Uh, if he's the same one whose boat you borrow. Uh, well, he is, in fact, actually the one person that oh. I, my said wow, friend so you... that I do borrow my boat for my boating needs. Uh, uh, and, and sadly, he has passed on. And I just want to send out my dearest regards to his friends and family. But as uh, Phil Lord, of course, was also uh, the my competitor in the candidacy for <laughs> presidency of the International Boating Society. So we had a bit of a frenemy kind of... Uh, uh, situation going on. Right, so you are running against him. I feel like him being able to say the only boating that Randy does is on mine is a pretty big advantage for Paul. Now, you, I, I assume you are referring to the smear article in McLean's about, <laughs> uh, about how, oh, I'm not a real boater because I do not own a boat. Uh, and that yes. I just use uh, Phil's boat, but I'll have you know that I'm every bit <laughs> much of a boater as Phil is. His name is Paul. Well, no, it as sounds Paul. like it's Phil. Is it go- Does he go by Phil or something? He goes Philip Paul uh, J. Did he Lord. direct uh, 21 Jump Street? Yeah, is he part of the Lego movie? <laughs> I do not know who you're referring to, but maybe uh, Phil had a different uh, uh, a job he moonlighted in. <laughs> oh, okay. So we'll we'll call him properly. Please, Phil please Lord. excuse me if I'm 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 lapsing in my memory. I have drinking quite a bit of boo- uh, 
boat moonshine that I'm brewing <laughs> right <shine>? here. <laughs> that, I, that I brew in the engine of, of Phil's boat. You brew a moonshine out of an engine. Of course. It's a, a great a great tradition that me and my family do. Me and my grandpappy and my grandpappy before him did. Did Phil uh, like the fact you were uh, pouring alcohol into his boat engine? He had absolutely no idea. <laughs> yeah, I know, like sadly, Phil... He had no idea that I was brewing alcohol in his boat. He had most of the time he had no idea I was borrowing his boat. He would oh. just go. He, oh, okay. Many a times I was pulled over by the 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 coast guard, <laughs> the boating the boating five o, the boating popo, and they would say, "Excuse me, sir, but this boat has been reported stolen." And, and of course, I would quickly uh, 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 flash my International Boating Associations of Mississauga chapter uh, membership card. And, and they'd they go, would, I'm so uh, sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, I we got the wrong person. <laughs> and they would let me go on this down in, the Delta on my way. This is in the Mississauga River Delta. The Coast Guard is just touring up and down. <laughs> well, you see, it's more of just like a sheriff's office. That, oh, and of okay. course, I know the sheriff. I have him in my pocket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And how is it that he got an article in McLean's? Well, this is the thing, Phil. It's truly is a dirt, impressive dirt trickster. to me. Okay, he's a dirty trickster, and he's always we've always uh, again been frenemies, mm. uh, and he's always told lies about me. Uh, like the time we were both uh, we were both on the same water polo team in college. And that was a lie. Would, that was a lie. We were never <laughs> on the same water polo team in college. Uh, <laughs> We how were, dare he? Wow, how dare, what a dare he? We were on, on separate teams. I played for, of course, uh, the Mississauga, uh, uh, the, the Mississauga uh, uh, marsupials, and he played for uh, uh, for the uh, Toronto. Uh, uh, what's another creature in the ocean? Uh, the Toronto. Uh, it's a marsupial. It's not a creature <laughs> not in the ocean. Creature. That's a creature with a pouch, like a kangaroo. Is it not? I think so. Have you ever seen a marsupial swim? I guess uh, they can. They probably could. Mm, I rest my case. <laughs> Are we ocean creatures? Are you talking about the human race? Yeah. Yes. No. Uh, have you ever seen a human swim? You got me there. <laughs> God damn. Uh, and sorry, what was the uh, other sea creature you were able to think of? Oh, yes. And of course, the Toronto, uh, the Toronto tarantulas. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> But they were more named based I've never seen a tarantula swim. <laughs> they were more named because a water polo team, they got long, lakey arms, you know, like right. a tarantula. <laughs> Honestly, a tarantula would be probably great at the water polo. Too small. If it could swim. Yeah, too small, I guess. <laughs> too small ball would crush. But would scare other players. I think a daddy long legs or a spider that can maintain the uh, surface tension of a water and just walk on the water would probably be the best at water polo. But the Griffin's but point's too small. Too small. Too small. That, okay, well, here we go with size. This is exactly my point, Griffin. This is uh, your main point of the campaign. The main point of the campaign is if you get to two sides of a body of water, then we're talking about a uh, lake here, folks. <laughs> not worthy of the boating association. Now, what exactly? I mean, I'm not here to mount my own smear campaign, but what exactly were you doing in a pool for playing water polo? That seems like a body of water that you would be looking down upon. You know what, Steve? Uh, I'm sorry. Are you an investigative reporter for McLean's over here? <laughs> I used uh, to. Be. Are you, are you undercover for the Toronto Star? No, uh, another one of not. these these organizations that are out for me. No, no, uh, this is freelance podcasting. Okay, well, I I don't know much about this podcasting nonsense since I'm of course uh, just a, a, a rural boy from Mississauga. But uh, uh, yes, you are right, Steve. That a pool is undignified for a great, uh, beautiful boater like myself. Uh, but uh, however, uh, these were my younger years, and I've mm. grown ever since. And I, I, you would never catch me dead inside <laughs> of a pool. Now, speaking of catching someone dead, uh, mm. Phil was found in his boat. Great transition. I loved mm. it. Now, what was the name of this craft? Oh, this this craft was uh, called the um, uh, uh, El Mariachi. <laughs> El Mariachi. Yeah, Phil Lord was a great fan of Robert Rodriguez and his uh, breakthrough breakout film El Mariachi that he, he produced that on a shoestring like, budget. Crazy little money. Yes, very crazy little money. And this was the story that Phil would tell, is that he's paid crazy little money for the boat. He got oh. it at, a, at, a, at a, a state sale off of uh, a, 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 dead widow, a dead widow's estate. 
Was his was his plan to spend a lot more money on the exact same boat and call it Desperado? You know, I my, one of my biggest regrets, Griffin, is never never asking him that before he passed. <laughs> I really wondered if if he, you know, was going to go on and and, and get a, another boat and call it a uh, Spy Kid. Anto- Antonio Banderas or uh, Spy Kids 3 or anything else uh, semi-related to Robert Rodriguez. Antonio Banderas is one of his best movies. <laughs> that was one of my favorite movies. Uh, so he was, sorry, he was found dead in the El Mariachi. He was found dead in the El Mariachi. Uh, of course, uh, the local authorities, of course, that my, my wonderful sheriff of the, of the River Delta, uh, found him uh, a strewn on the uh, what we call the poop deck, uh, so m- the- more towards the starboard side, which is uh, 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 on the on the left side. You, I believe that's the, the right. You do know boat language, though. Well, Mississauga, you see, everything is flipped. So <laughs> I'm going to uh, trust this guy. He sounds like he really knows boat language. Yes, uh, right. of course. So what would what would the other side be called? Then? Oh, well, thank you for asking because uh, I could name all the sides for you, Griffin. No problem. I would not be Excellent. a dignified Let's... boater if I. So of course, there's the star, the starburst, the starburst yeah, star side, side, yeah, star, yeah, starburst side, star and then there's there's uh, there's uh, there's the, the 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 port. Yes. Yeah. And which side yes. is that? Uh, then that's on the front, I think, and then there's uh, the caboose, which of course is where the the engine is. Yeah. From. Also known as the bar in your case. The bar? Because you yeah, make of course, your yes, there. of course, because that's where we go to uh, top up on our wonderful boat moonshine. Who is Thank we? You, Steve. Uh, me, me, and my, <laughs> me and my, my, uh, my entourage, of course. <laughs> Uh, my many political uh, movers and shakers within the boat community. Who's who's a few people in your entourage? Oh, well, of course, there's Vinny <laughs> from <laughs> or Adrian Grenier love, from Entourage. I love that you're not the Vinny of your entourage. No, I'm not Vinny. No, of course not. Vinny, uh, who are I'm you the sh- of, of the Entourage crew? I've always thought of myself as kind of a turtle because he started a <laughs> vodka company. I think and I think that was. <laughs> storyline that happened in entourage it's it's also long ago a different time when entourage yeah. was on tv it, those were the water polo days those were the water polo days where we had very little very few worries in our lives mm-hmm. just worried but about now, the ball going into the net or what vinny's gonna do next week or what vinny's gonna do is he gonna do the movie is he not gonna do the movie that's every episode is he gonna do this yeah. movie or not yeah but that's great about that show. I, I don't mean to digress, but what's great about Entourage is it, really the stakes were so low. And so. this is the main point of your campaign. And this is the main point of my campaign, Griffin. Thank you for breaking this up. I really want to stress not only what size uh, a body of water should be in order to be defined as a river or a lake or a river delta, but also I really to, uh, to honor Entourage, HBO's uh, Entourage, starring uh, Adrian Grenier and... Uh, uh, others uh, as one of the greatest shows of our generation uh so the authorities your sheriff uh yes are the ones who found him in the boat he was splayed on the poop deck he was yes yeah, splayed out on the poop deck slightly on the starburg side slightly on the starburg starburg side yes <laughs> this uh, starburg the uh, the Wahlberg just, side as we like to rename it sometimes chugging fun. boot liquor right now What's that? You are chugging some of that bootlicker right oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Boot I'm, shine. I'm, I'm a little parched. Please excuse me while I take a little sip. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, they found him. He was splayed. <sighs> now, uh, splayed for me conjures mm. an image of limbs out. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, my dear Griffin. Very, very. You're so dear to me. <laughs> Very astute observation. He was splayed out in his signature when he played for the Toronto Tarantulas. His signature way of scoring was to escape from the water out, out like a, 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 a beautiful dolphin. And he would splay out his limbs as if he was um, like, you know, when Vin Diesel in Chronicles of Riddick would jump off of that high ledge with two knives. He had knives in his hands, <laughs> which is not legal in water polo. And would uh, would stab at the ball, instantly deflating it, making it much easier to uh, then frisbee into the net. <laughs> it's easier to throw when it's deflated. <laughs> when it's a flat, deflated ball. 
Oh, all right. Also, the surface of the water, it can float on top, much like a daddy long legs. When Phil was found, did he have two knives in his hands? Oh, yeah. He did. He did, wow. in fact. He did, in fact, have two knives, and, of course, they found two punctures within the, uh, the, the, uh, the back of the boat, in the, in, the, in the caboose of the boat. Someone uh, had where- stabbed the back of the boat? So uh, what the theory, the running theory is, of course, that my wonderful sheriff has come up with, is that he stabbed the back of the boat, uh, which then, of course, uh, 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 out came some of my uh, boot, uh, some my boat caboose moonshine, and I think he drank himself to death. I am making this allegation right here for the first time on wow. this podcast. Wow. When is the last time you and your crew had been on the El Mariachi? Me and my entourage, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, we were, we were of course, celebrating the 4th of July, <laughs> which, of, which, of course, is a, a wonderful celebration that honors uh, the founding of Boda Nation, of, of all of us beautiful boaters coming together and deciding that the pleasure of pleasure crafts and the wonderful floating uh, nature of, of uh, uh, boat enthusiasts uh, are, are to be combined into a great nation that is known as Boda Nation. Right. So this uh, is just happens to take place on the American 4th of July. I'm sorry. What is what? What is that? What is a American? I'm, well, he I'm doesn't not. recognize lines or oh, states. Right. I do not recognize lines or city states. <laughs> or, lines or, in general, you can't see. Just yeah. I cannot <laughs> see lines. <laughs> and give me a couple of these. Uh, this boat moonshot in me, and I'm I'm seeing all sorts of fun shapes. But that's neither here nor there. What's the what's the most fun shape you've seen? Oh, that's a good question. Let's get into this. This is good. Uh, one time I've been drink. I was drinking so much. And I I saw what's known as an oval. <laughs> that must are, are you too familiar with you. this shape? Yeah, uh, the the wrong circle. Yes, it's, it, it kind of seems like a circle you've been you've been drawn when you after you've been drinking too much of this boat moonshine. If you know is what that because I mean. that's what it was? Yes, that is how an oval was invented. Thank you, thank you, dear Griffin. <laughs> you invented the oval. I invented the oval. I mean, I don't need to brag. On I have enough uh, accomplishments in order for for me to be considered uh, the dear president of the International Boating Association. So I do not need to brag. But thank you, Griffin, for pointing out that yes, in fact, I did invent the oval. <laughs> but you're not running. That's not part of your platform. That is not part of my platform. That is part of my record. Of course, you can see my record and 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 say, of course, well, uh, uh, Schwarzberger. He's of course uh, the, the 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 best for the job. He's invented the oval, a, a shape, a geometrical shape that exists in in nature. Uh, he invented that. When's the last time you've met someone that invented like the concept of uh, fucking uh, uh, rhombuses? You know, <laughs> concept of rhombuses. No, yes. you know what? I've never. You've never. I've exactly. never met the person who came up with, with the, the concept, concept for roses. <laughs> now then again, you you two have both said you've seen the the ocean, so I cannot really trust your word for it. But well, I realize now that everyone in Halifax were a bunch of liars, and it is actually a big lake. And uh, I was speaking to the wrong people. And I Thank saw you, the Steve. ocean when I was four in Florida. Yeah. And that could have been your parents lying to you too. Oh yeah, it could have been them the night before. That's right. Uh, what we're gonna do is take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk more with uh, Randy Schwartzberger. Uh, maybe you can uh, get in some words about your campaign to encourage mm. voters out there, uh, and hopefully we can figure out what happened to Phil. That sounds great, my dear Griffin and my dear Steve. <laughs> you are our dear. I'm going to go drink a whole boot of boat moonshine. A boot of boat moonshine in the caboose. And we are back. Hello, everyone. Uh, here on Famous Podcast Killed to Death. And I'm just shoving Q-tips up my nose willy-nilly for hopefully someone who will accept them and do a test. Yes. Uh, through the whole time you have been sticking more and more up, you look like a picture from a Guinness World Book of Records. Yeah. Because my nails are so long. Yes. Uh, we are still here, of course, with Randy Schwartzberger. Yes. Uh, Randy, you are a candidate for the president of the United Boat Dealers Association of Mississauga. Mm-hmm. Isn't uh, that a mouthful? It is. <laughs> you do it. The International Association of Boaters of um, uh, uh, Boating Mississauga. And it spilled over from his mouth. 
did I sit, sorry, I was I was taking a shit a, a shit. A sip of my moonshine. <laughs> sorry, wait a minute. What Fellas, I'm very drunk. For the listener, we can only see his upper half, uh, but it has clearly been in a bathroom that Randy's been in. Yes, well, I'm actually uh, under at the bottom of El Mariachi inside of the bathroom, currently uh, uh, speaking to you from uh, El Mariachi, which is, in fact, also a houseboat. I don't think I mentioned that. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh. So, so is the body still on the boat? <laughs> It, it it is an active crab seat upstairs. Oh wow! So <laughs> this is why you're hiding in the bathroom. <laughs> well, I, I kind of made my way late at night. And, Hang uh, on. When you said authorities found the body, were you already on the boat? Yes. <laughs> well, of course, my dear Griffin, I live here. But <laughs> without oh. Phil's knowledge. Phil Phil did not know. No, he did not know. He always wondered what was that <laughs> strange noise coming from the bottom. <laughs> the bottom floorboards of his boat. Of course, his boat is styled like a like a classic mansion, if you can imagine that, like the mansion from Clue. Or the mansion from The Haunted Mansion. That's also a good movie, yes. And if you could stay the night on El Mariachi, <laughs> uh, then you get to keep it. Isn't that the, the, the point yes, of Yes, I movie? believe so. Yeah. And there's four yes. heads. Four stone heads. Well, we all have four heads, don't we? We all wear masks. But here's the thing. Wait a minute. What's going to happen to this boat now that he's not around? You've been huh? living on it illegally. Are you going to lose your home? When someone no, dies are... on their boat, do they sink it? Do they die in real life? No, they're not going to sink it, my dear Griffin. That would be a, a tragedy to let a, a beautiful boat like this just go to the to the bottom of the ocean. Now, like I mentioned, he bought it from a, a an estate sale from a, a, a widow who, uh, of course, sold it after her husband died. And uh, I've I've spoken to Phil's wife, and she will actually be putting it up on an estate sale, whereby I am planning to make a, 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 a an offer. Mm. When you Is that say what they do in were, estate sales, yes. When you when you say you were frenemies with Phil, what part mm. of your relationship was friends? It sounds well, like see, nothing. Well, you see, uh, that's that's a very good question, Griffin. I always saw Phil as a friend, a very dear friend who I cared very deeply for. And for you to insinuate otherwise would be uh, uh, you. I could throw you with the rabble at McLean's with another spear, smear tactic. Have um, you guys ever hung out? Once. Uh, define hangout. Now, this is part of my campaign, is to truly define uh, what it means to do a hangout, <laughs> a fun rendezvous, or a, or a, 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 a what you call like a weekend away. <laughs> uh, would you care to do so now? Sure. So, uh, okay, that's, that's a good question. A hangout, I would argue, uh, would, require, would be uh, at least five minutes or more, but underneath... Uh, several hours and then a rendezvous uh uh of course uh conjures images of like a uh, a carré novel and you you meet someone in a uh, like a, a dark parking lot to exchange a briefcase uh so that would be under five minutes right just a quick rendezvous and then a weekend away i think is pretty self-explanatory which would be the length of a weekend although you could also do a weekend away during the week i believe that's right. a controversial opinion. Opinion, well, but yeah, it would you just have to be lines, two days not on the calendar. Say that again. Uh, yeah. Steve. No, it was it was good. I was gonna say you don't see lines, especially not on the calendar. So but there are. I do not see lines. Days blur together when you're drinking all of this boat moonshine. Let me tell you yeah. that much. <laughs> when dude, you are secretly living on someone's houseboat, making alcohol in their boat's engine. Uh, yes. So, oh, is someone banging oh. on your bathroom door? I oh I do I I do think so. No one's in here. <laughs> it's a good play. I, who's in there? Yeah, I don't think. Uh, now someone in there. Who, oh no. Who's in there? Uh, yes. Open it up yeah, now. Uh, uh, it, this is a crime scene oh, as part okay. of the sheriff's office of Mississauga River Delta, and you open up oh, now, yeah. Okay, excuse me, my dear Griffin, my dear Steve. Let me go walk on over here and just uh, class. open up this door. Click, clack, clunk. clunk. <laughs> These are old locks. They make all sorts of crazy sounds. Again, this is a very, like, old-timey mansion, if you could imagine this house. Right. just has an old-timey door here. What? His tickets? Oh, it's you. Hiding in the basement I of the boat. 
Sheriff, uh, now I do, I do, I do say, I do want to just say that I, I'm, I'm simply podcasting here. The belly of the beast, you're here with a microphone and a turlet in the basement of a crime scene. I think it's very convenient you brought your own microphone, Sheriff. You're always prepared. Ah, <laughs> this is my radio, and I have to keep it on me at all times in case I need to walk in my backup. Yeah, so you're, you I, always just hold a mic to talk. Yes. Who's this? Who is this now? Griffin Duplitsky. I re- the podcaster. Oh, yes, I know your show. This is the first he's time. Doing a, a, go on now, he's so. doing a reportage on our dear friend's passing, uh, and I just wanted to make sure to set the record straight. Well, allow me to set the record straight. Two holes were poked in the back of the boat, right in the caboose, <laughs> and I believe he drank from the holes and died of alcohol poisoning. And that's the theory I'm that- going but the investigation is still open. Now, I have a question. You said Phil had no idea that you were making alcohol in the caboose. Scooch over now. Let me sit on it. Let me sit down. Oh, here. Yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, you can sit on this, this toilet. Thank you. Me. <laughs> oh, I had the bidet sitting on. I'm sorry ooh. about I wet your I wet your caboose. Oh, like our dear friend Phil wet his, wet his caboose from the caboose, if you know what I'm saying. Well, let's not joke about him. Consider his considered his passing. Yes, of course. Dearly departed, Phil. Uh, why would he then drink from the holes if he didn't know it was alcohol? He'd think it was gasoline. He would never drink that. Sheriff, do you want to take this one? <laughs> well, I think... Yeah, Sheriff, defend his theory. No, to be fair, it's my theory as well. I thought it was a great theory. And Griffin, th- if you do not remember, the sheriff is in my pocket. <laughs> this man has had as in many- I pay him, I pay him in very uh, secretive uh, duffel bags of yeah. money. We have uh, rendezvous parking lots during rendezvous. Yes, thank you, sheriff. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I, I I managed to cut you off on your own. I won't happen again. Yeah, I'm in your pocket. And he makes <laughs> Thank an excellent, you very much, Sheriff. He makes an excellent point. Now, I, I fully agree with his proposal that he accidentally drank this and and then died of it. And I think that's because he knew about the alcohol in there and didn't mind because he respected the work and the tradition that was being done by this here man. That's what I Thank posture. you, sir. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Sheriff. It's clear that that Phil was was considered me a friend. And when he discovered my alcohol inside of his caboose uh, engine, uh, he, of course, was delighted and thought, wow, what a fun, creative idea. And that totally doesn't wreck my boat engine. Mm-hmm. And so probably uh, imbibed a bit too much uh, my wonderful, uh, uh, mm-hmm. disgusting boat liquid that I <laughs> brew. And he just drank a little too much. And I also do and believe that he was trying to enact the scene from uh, Chronicles of Riddick where he jumped off <laughs> the top of the houseboat onto the lower poop deck. And in his drunken I do, state... Yeah. In his drunken I state... I do believe I, that as well. <laughs> his drunken state, I believe he, he collapsed on in the front. In his beautiful drunken state? Yes. Well, well, I don't see states and I don't see lines. And we, we don't see lines no, here, No, but I do believe... We're, that in his, his drunken stupor, he tried to do this very complicated uh, athletic move that, uh, of his youth and your time when you played water polo on separate teams. Despite what McLean's will tell you, they were on very different teams. Thank now, you. Okay. Thank you, Sheriff. What is the last time, because you, you've been living on this boat the entire time. When is the last yes. time you had seen Phil alive? Hmm. Now I see my dreams every night, my dear Griffin. My very uh, shapely dreams of different shapes. And one of those shapes, it took form, and it was my dear friend Phil. And I tell you what, my dear Griffin. It's crazy you do see shapes. I'm sorry? You don't see lines, but you can see shapes. As soon as a line touches itself, it's good. Yeah, if it connects, that's when it appears within my field of vision. And you see, my my dear friend Philip was there in, in my dream, and he told me, he, he said, when people come asking, I want you, I want you to be president of the International Boating Association of Mississauga. And I've recently, we've decided now as a sheriff's department, we've begun, on this man's request, we've begun taking dreams into evidence. Because I think <laughs> it, that that's the only right thing to do. 
I do think that if if we were to go into a court of law within a a, a, a jury of our peers, they will have to accept this wonderful dream into evidence because, of course, how how would how would I be able to describe such a, a clear image when I myself have been reportedly very bad at at seeing most things within our known universe? <laughs> I right. think you're seeing things clearer in your dreams than you are in real life. So I thank think, you, Sheriff, and thank you for the five hundred dollars. <laughs> he just handed over a bill as they sit side by side on this wow. toilet. It wasn't one bill. Look, a big stack. <laughs> I like to get them in little bills. I'm sorry, my dear Griffin. Did you want uh, a, a nice stack yourself? Would that Ooh. maybe change your reportage here? Uh, maybe make it a little bit more friendlier to your dear uh, local running politician? As every single advertiser out there knows, Kill to Death can't be bought. <laughs> and no one wants to. Yeah. Uh, but we, this is intriguing. This is uh, the first time we've been offered money. Steve, <laughs> yeah. I, tol- I totally forgot you were here. <laughs> you, you just scared me. I forgot you're still in the corner. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. This is a very crowded bathroom. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Now, we are, of course, talking over Zoom, me and Randy, oh. uh, but Steve yeah. is in the same bathroom as him. It's the three of them yeah. over there on the one side and me here in my oh, bedroom. How do I, you do? I, I'm I the didn't think that was ground. strange. <laughs> I'm in the field. Okay, so f- for fun, when is the last time you had seen Phil not in a dream? My dear Griffin, isn't life a dream, <laughs> really? <laughs> But if I had to say uh, where my dear friend Phil was uh, in front of me, uh, where I was uh, of lucid state and I saw him in corp- corporeal form, it would have to have been on the 4th of July party uh, I aforementioned, where um, myself and my entourage, including Vinny uh, and several Sounds other like beautiful it's just voters. Vinny. Just Vinny. Um, <laughs> were, yeah, sometimes were, I get invited. I'm sorry, Sheriff. I, I'm, I, that was quite an oversight. Uh, but of course, we need to we need to maintain a public eye of, oh, of distance yes, of and non camaraderie <clears throat> even though this following recording is quite incriminating. Yes, of course. But yes, uh, of, course. of course, we were enjoying our Fourth of July party as we were imbibing in this wonderful moonshine, and out came Phil. Uh, out came Phil from from the bottom of the boat, and mm. he said, "What are, what are you doing on my on my boat?" And he had a he had two knives in his hand. He had now, two this knives. This was not uncommon he... for Phil, though. What's that? This was not uncommon, though, for him to emerge with two knives. He would. He, that is true. The one defining characteristic which we've established about Phil is that he was my friend of me, and he always carried two knives. <laughs> and so he got into his classic Chronicles of Riddick style tarantula pose, spewed out, ready to attack, ready to pounce. I said, Phil. My dear friend Phil, look, look at me, <laughs> look at me. I am the captain. <laughs> Which was was strange. <laughs> I do not know where that came from. I felt like another being came down, took control of me, a, a higher power, if you will. And I, I, and right there, Phil stopped, and he looked at me, and he said, "I'm sorry, my friend." My dear friend, why have we fought all these years? Why did we play on different uh, water polo teams? Why have I always stopped you from hanging out with me and my wife on on Sunday nights to watch Entourage, uh, the best of HBO's programming, whenever I would invite myself over? And and he he dropped those knives and he gave me a big hug. And then the rest is a drunken blur. Uh, and then he was dead the next morning. <laughs> I hope that pieces it together for you there, Sheriff. Which is why I still believe that your theory is the best, that he absolutely stabbed two holes in the back of the boat, <laughs> drunk out of those, and jumped off the top of the boat and crashed onto the front, killing himself on accident, while it's, y'all slept in the bunk below. It's the most... Uh, it's Occam's razor, really. Where is Vinny right now? Why hasn't he with you guys? Wow. I don't know, Sheriff. Have you seen Vinny? Is he going to well, do the movie? Uh, wink, wink. I've never met the man because I do not come to your parties. 
And I do not. <clears throat> you just said you were at this one before. No, the no, one. no. I wasn't there. I'm, I'm sorry, my dear Griffin. Are you trying to poke holes in our story? What are you, some sort of uh, chronicle of Riddick with two knives trying to poke holes I'm in our story? I'm trying to poke two holes in your caboose, my friend. <laughs> I do not like the, the sound of the, them words, them fighting words. My hole has. Oh, wait. What were you going to say? No, go ahead, Sheriff. Finish that sentence. one hole, and that's enough. Thank you very much. But <laughs> I, I wasn't, it didn't seem worth it after the first stutter. <laughs> Sheriff, well, I enjoyed drunk that. drunk as hell, riff. and I can admit that because I'm off duty. Okay, well, both of you. Yeah, I'm starting to not trust either of you two, to be honest. What about me? Okay. Steve, you want to be involved in this? What I'm about to do here? Uh, sure. Well, I've been taking money from these guys the whole time. <laughs> Steve, Steve does like these fat stacks, doesn't he, my dear Look Steve? Look at them. <laughs> They're so big. On the count of three, at the same time, mm. I want mm. you two to say where Vinny is. Okay. I mean, that won't be an issue at all because we're, we're both good friends with him, right, my, uh, my dear Sheriff? That we are? Oh, yeah. Well, we are. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what I, which lie I was supposed to be covering up. All right, then. Yeah, I am friends with him. All right. And Steve, again, you can get in on this, too. And you, all three of you can say I it at the exact same time. I don't know who Vinny is. Oh, okay. One. Are you, are you ready? Two. Yeah, all right. Three. Hell. The starboard side of hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There might, there might have been a delay on the Zoom uh, call. <laughs> Uh, but of course, of course, the sheriff's sitting right next to me. I, I just mean on your side, Griffin. You might have misheard. Are you two but telling think, me Vinny died? I think we both clearly said that he is on the stopper side of hell. That's what I said. Thank you for the money. How did Vinny die? Oh well, I mean, whatever theory that <clears throat> this man has put forward, I believe is probably the best theory that we have at this time. I mean, Vinny was the only witness. Uh, on the day of the July 4th party, as aforementioned, yeah. other than myself. Uh, and he, w- if he was still here, he'd attest to everything I said as truth. Well, he uh, was our key I- witness. Yeah, but he's mysteriously uh, passed on from an <laughs> unknown uh, reason. Perhaps this this horrible virus that's happening, this <laughs> horrible pandemic. Died that's, of COVID. That's, I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is but, our theory, and that's what we've been going That's what we've reported. But the only one truth that we know now is that Vinny is definitely not doing the movie. Because <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> well, something is, to, to use a boating term, yeah. fishy. Ah, yes. Like the very little boats that swim in the water oh, that so we you call agree. fish. No, I just, just like that you were talking about them. <laughs> I love yes. fish. I mean, some some have call, some have have uh, c- connected fish with water, but of course you wouldn't catch me dead talking about fish. As a boater, I'm more about what's above the water than what's underneath. That's uh, beautiful. <laughs> You're welcome, my dear Griffin. I don't know if you want me to keep establishing more of this lore of this zany boating society, but I'd be happy to educate you more on my beliefs. I think we're past that. Uh, in yep, fact- I think so too. <laughs> I think it was one of you two. Whoa, what? The night of the party. No. Oh. no it was Griffin, no. Why, do, why, do you, why did you pull a gun on both of us oh. over the Zoom chat? I'm going to shoot this computer. <laughs> and Steve, I regret to inform you, you are on a boat with two murderers. Ah, uh, why didn't you let me take the podcast gun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You, you're the one in the field. Why not, I, I could have brought the host gun with me. All right, I'll just come. Uh, you back do have it on the back wall underneath your sign in a little like fireproof box that you smash with a little hammer. <laughs> Break glass in case of dangerous guests. It says. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna get off this boat then. We just jumped off the side. <laughs> Oh my goodness, he's swimming all the way down the delta. Oh, the current's taking him. Woo, that's quick. <gasps> Wait a second, a bunch of water's pouring into my bedroom. Oh my <laughs> he's back! <laughs> Steve! <sighs> I made it away from them. <laughs> nice, my man. What an efficient mode of transportation, and this is why the River Delta is the best body of water. And I think that wraps up. Another successful episode of Kill to Death. It was accidents. It was the sheriff and Randy. No, what? It was one well, accident I mean, I mean, I would, yeah, and one COVID. Say, yeah, it was, it, it was definitely COVID. 
in that case, I think we can chalk it up two deaths to COVID. Oh, that's so, someone get McLean's on the phone. <laughs> that I will do. Thank you for the cash. Uh, I want to thank Matt Probst, uh, who diligently did our theme song. Mm. Uh, I want to thank you for this towel. Thank you. Is <laughs> <laughs> is what you would say to me, and I would respond like a regular human and say, "You're welcome." Uh, if you would like to have a gas online, mm. you can follow K2D Pod on Twitter. You can follow Kill to Death Podcast on Instagram. You can email us killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to suggest a scenario. You can check out all the great shows on mm. the Sonar Podcast. And there Network. are so many. Uh, a lot of shows now. A lot of shows and a lot of great ones. Yeah. And uh, a lot of new ones and fun ones. So That already, I'm sure, have uh, many more listeners. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure. It's obviously because of COVID. Uh, times are probably quiet in the comedy community. Uh, when it resumes, uh, is there anything people should check out? Are you asking me, the dear, uh, dear hamburger? What? Um, Dear Hamburger? Dear Randy Hamburger. Sometimes I call myself Dear Hamburger. Uh, um, I, I, you, I, I, oh, we keep cutting each other off. You go ahead, Griffin. Well, I was just going to say, uh, is there anyone you're a fan of? Oh, you you, uh, you you read my mind. I was just going to say, I'm a big fan of this this gentleman, Andy Asaf, and he, he goes by the handle Sweet Andy Sal on various social medias, although hasn't been posting very much because, of course, we are in a pandemic and times are very quiet and, uh, you know, uh, uh, he's got a nap sometimes, <laughs> so <laughs> he's busy. <laughs> Uh, but check out Sweet Andy Sour on social medias. Yeah. Uh, Steve, anything you want people to know about? I mean, uh, I guess uh, this guy gave me some money and he told me to tell you uh, vote for him uh, when it comes down to the, what is it again? The boating? Oh, Randy president. What's it called? The president of the International Boating Society of of. Uh, beautiful boaters of Mississauga. <laughs> okay, well, vote for him when the time comes for that if you're eligible. Uh, seems like a great guy and definitely knows how to how to hand out a wad of cash. <laughs> thank you, my dear Griffin and my dear Steve. Your, your checks are in the mail. <laughs> and thank you, dear hamburger. Keep your stick on the ice. <laughs> that was wild. Killed to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky. Special thanks to Katie Lore, Matt Probst, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Kill to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Hi, I'm Erin Pym, the host and producer of the Bedpost Podcast. My show is a sex and sexuality podcast that features a new guest every week, from sex workers to sex educators to everyday people whose experiences with sex and sexuality can be just as enlightening, shocking, and hilarious. Find the Bedpost Podcast on iTunes and follow our social media starting with bedpost.ca. I'll be waiting.